morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Gawaza, and for today, we do get into a fascinating discussion, um, you know, with uh, one of uh, the country's foremost business leaders, uh, that is Muteto um, Nyati. I think the last time that we spoke to him on this particular platform, he had just released um, a book. It was uh, It's called uh, Betting on a Darkie. We went to uh, the offices then. Um, he was uh, CEO of Ultron and had, he's had uh, quite a storied career um, in the world of uh, technology in South Africa formerly CEO of Ultron and uh, formerly CEO of uh, MT in South Africa as well as managing director of uh, Microsoft uh, South Africa and uh, now you know he's uh, recently left Ultron and now looking at a new phase you know that has seen a number of roles coming his way and we're just going to be understanding what is going on uh, um, in this uh, in this new phase in his life, and part of that key, um, you know, into that life is uh, investments that he's making in the world. Um, Teto, how are you today? Ah, oh, Matiwa, thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Yeah, it's how time flies. I remember it was almost two and a half years ago. Oh, yes. So we we had this discussion around the book, and yeah. and the lot has happened yes. since then. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Thank you so much for uh, taking your time. You yeah. know, to be with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some might be curious if you now have more time because you're no longer <laughs> at Outron. Or do you have less time? You know, are things roughly the same? Because you haven't just uh, taken out one role; you've yes. expanded into yes. other roles. Yes, I, I think uh, what I have, I probably have same time I used to have. Yeah. But the way I've allocated my time, I'm allocating it uh, in the way that I want it to. Yeah. Versus it being structured in one particular way. Uh, which is uh, yeah, um, uh, nine to five kind of a thing. Uh, so I've got a lot of uh, I'm doing the things that I enjoy doing and putting my time to the things that I care about yeah. the most right now. Mm. Okay. Mm. And when it comes to the things that you care about the most, mm. you've always been in technology. Yes. You know, you've yes. never veered away. Yes. Other people might go into retail and yes. do other things, but you've always been in ICT. Yes. And uh, now, you know, I think one of the big pieces of news is the fact that you're now an investor and chairman yes. of uh, BSG. Yes. Uh, so many questions, yes. but uh, I, I think I'm going to start off with uh, you know rationale. Yes. I've always known BSG from uh, what you call this uh, uh, software and system integration, you know, sort of point of view. Yes. I remember when I was at Rhodes yes. studying information yes. systems, they used yes. to come consistently every single year, yes. um, you know, to try to do, they would actually do a couple of lectures with us, yes. you mm. know, about yeah. their business. So mm. I always knew it from, from there, know, from way back then, yeah. you know, so it's very interesting to see, yeah. you know, that particular move. So yeah. I guess the question on everyone's mind, I guess, is why BSG? Yes. So uh, when I decided to leave uh, Altron, uh, I was very clear that I needed to do a role that is completely different from the previous CEO roles that I've occupied. Uh, I wanted to have a significant skin in the game in whatever I do, yeah. you know, and, and, and I looked for the appropriate vehicle for me to do that. Uh, the starting point for me was, uh, you know, what is it that I stand for as mm-hmm. a 
and also looked at uh, at what the other companies, uh, what is their purpose, what is their passion. Uh, I found that there's alignment between my personal values and this one of BSG. Mm. Uh, BSG is a company, as we have rightly pointed out, uh, just, just right now, it's a company that deeply cares about about South Africa mm. and is investing in on on South Africans and 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 is putting a lot of work on making sure that it's helping its clients mm. to implement strategy you know and this is probably the biggest challenge that is facing many organizations in in South Africa where people have got these lofty and great ideas mm. But they are unable to implement them. Yeah. And we become partners to these companies. And in the past uh, 25 years, we have largely been in the financial services mm. and also healthcare space. Yeah. That's where we are. And, and, and yeah, that, and to me, to see a company that is a South African company, mm. uh, investing and recruiting and hired South Africans, mm. right? And if you look at them, uh, like when they were going to to, to uh, roads, they were busy trying to bring in uh, the, the, the top talent from yeah. those institutions. Yeah. And there's no focus on color. They're, they're just looking at, at, at the great South Africans that want to contribute. And, and that's what you see when you get into this company. You see South African company, mm. you know? And, and that is something that is quite special in an environment where we come from, where race has been an issue. Here yeah. you've got uh, you know, a very, very inclusive environment, company that cares about, but world-class in terms of delivery. Mm -hmm. Those things, uh, they talk to me, and I felt that this vehicle, through it, I can influence so many other South African companies mm -hmm. that want to be successful through the the partnering with us you know mm -hmm. so the impact as much as this were relatively small at 160 men company yeah you know with those few people we are able to have such a huge impact so that's what attracted me here i i think my what you call this my understanding of the organization uh, as you can imagine mm -hmm. uh because of uh, that life in information systems i have a lot of people that i yes. uh, went to school with that ended up working in the yes. you know working in the firm yes. it sounds like they punch above their weight very you know, much <laughs> very much so. quite a bit it, i mean this is a company that is very very much uh if you compare it with the global uh consulting firms mm. it's up there with those global consulting firms. yeah it's one of those well-kept secrets and and for me i'm saying which cannot be afford to be a secret mm. you know we have to to be able to move beyond the two sectors that you are currently strong in we are currently strong in yeah. because the kind of work that we do applies right across the pain that many south africans are going through of inability to implement strategy you'll find it in telcos you'll find it in retail you'll yeah. find it everywhere yeah. you know so our our influence our impact should be spread you are absolutely correct mm. it punches above its weight uh, but very 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 selective when it comes to the kind of people that they bring in here yeah no most certainly and uh, I, I especially on uh, what you call this retaining the talent i yes. think from from yeah. what i hear they're yeah. good at Yes. that particular piece because yes. this is a very competitive industry when you talk to ict leaders yeah. uh, one of the big pain points is yeah. that 
retaining talent, finding the talent is one thing, but retaining the talent. It's a huge, it's, uh, it's a you know, there one. are people here who, who have been here from 25 years ago. Wow. They're still here. Yeah. The same with customers. Some of the customers, we got them 1997. Mm. We still have the same customer. So the focus on people is the big differentiator that we have here, where we allow individuals to continue to be themselves. We're not like making them this thing that they are not, you know, creating that environment, which is more about a growth, you know, a gr we, we talk about growth conversations that we have with our employees versus, you know, have performance management. This, you know, we yeah. really, I remember when I was still at Microsoft, you referred to Microsoft. Yes. Uh, we, 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 we had a very, very strong focus on people as well mm -hmm. at Microsoft. And we won a, a Deloitte at the time used to run this thing called Deloitte's best company to work for. Mm -hmm. They had three categories, yeah. uh, small, medium, and large, large, yeah. large firms. And I think we were in the medium size category. Yeah. We won there. And BSG at the time, they won one of the categories, wow. you know, and, and that, that's, that's when it's like, wow, here is this South African <laughs> company is able to compete with like these global oh, players, yeah. you know, that, uh, that, that to me just struck me, you know. Mm. One of the key uh, questions, because I think we now understand the rationale yes, of yeah. uh, what it is, uh, you know, that attracted you to the company, mm. um, what it, the, 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 what you're seeing, you know, yes. the resources, yeah. but pointing to the future, because obviously you, you don't invest in a company like this out of nowhere. You're yes, seeing something yes, in it. Yes. And uh, one of the things that you've just mentioned now is growing beyond the two, yes. uh, your yeah, two strongest sector yes, yes. Um, that includes financial services. Mm. Is, is there, do you see a sector by sector type of uh, approach and specialization or do you see a more, can I, I don't want to use the word generic, but more yeah. across the board type of approach to how you want to go to market. I think our, our approach to consulting, mm -hmm. uh, the engagements that we have, it's rooted a lot on data. Yeah. We are led by insights. So we gather data and that data mm -hmm. then gives us insights then, which then helps us to, to point the company that we're working with, that this is this, these interventions that you should be taking, but guided by the insights. Yeah. So those companies where you already have significant amount of information, you know, uh, data is the ones, those are the sectors that typically would talk to us. For example, financial service, that's why we're strong. Yeah. Healthcare. Again, data heavy. Uh, telecommunications is another very much data heavy uh, sector. Retail yeah. is another one. Uh, if you're looking at uh, oil and gas, yeah. is another. So we're, gui we're guided by that. We're starting from a point of of our strength mm. and using that point of strength to go and engage. You know, if you go to manufacturing, uh, manufacturing today is still not in South Africa uh, to, to say it's not as, as transformed digital, digitally as the other sectors. Yeah. So it would not really talk 
a lot more. You know, our approach may not be that strong in that kind of an environment. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, well, that's what is going to be driving us. Uh, if you were thinking about, let's say, in the public sector, uh, a, a home affairs would be a great environment. A SASA would be another mm -hmm. because those are data Lots heavy. Of data points. Yes, yeah. yes. And by just using that data, you'll be able to help guide these companies to do so much more. You know? yeah. mm -hmm. So it's actually a very uh, interesting approach. You take mm -hmm. your strength and then that strength guides you about where it is you yes. want to go yes. um, you yeah. know, into the market. Yeah. And uh, on that, actually, mm -hmm. I, I think I skipped it earlier on, mm -hmm. right? Your investment in BSG, what yeah. does that actually look like? Um, You've taken an equity stake home, yeah. which is that equity, yeah. and your chairman role, yeah. executive, non-executive. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we, I, 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 when after deciding that this is a company that I would like to 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 buy a stake in, yeah. uh, of course, we have the negotiation. We I settled on a forty percent mm -hmm. shareholding uh, in the company, so I'm a co-owner. And it's about uh, another fifteen percent uh, belonging to uh, employees of the company, mm -hmm. and another the remainder uh, is divided across two shareholders. Yep. You know, and uh, so we then m made a decision that I should step in as an executive chair mm -hmm. to help guide the strategy of of the business. Well, that's probably the, the big thing that I'm bringing here. Mm -hmm. You know, the ability to to, to, to see, you know, ahead and then guide the teams to be able to, to go and achieve what we see as our vision. The other thing uh, I just want to share is that we are a medium sized company. Yeah. We, of course, aspire to be much bigger than this. Mm. Uh, and by bigger, it will be more like the companies that I have worked for. Yes. yes so yes. for <laughs> me, I have, I, I, I say that I've got a memory of the future. <laughs> yeah. You know, the future that BSG wants to have, I have, I have a memory of that. I've lived in that future. Yes. So I will be able to guide them to that future yeah. and, uh, and, and to avoid some of the mistakes sometimes get made as you're trying to grow your business. Uh, we want to be international, you know, and we already have presence in the UK, we want to strengthen that presence there. Uh, but sometimes people, as they do geographic expansion, they also have become big mistakes that they've made. You know, we, we don't want to, to go through some of those pains, you know, want to learn from the mistakes some of the people. So that's the stuff that I'm bringing in. Uh, the other thing is to have processes that are not dependent on, on individuals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it should not be. Oh, if Teto is not here, then you know start. Yeah. yeah, no, we should we should have a, a, an organization that functions regardless of who is in here. So putting together processes that helps us to be consistent in our approach to doing things. That's another thing that I'm bringing from large enterprises to an organization like this one. Yeah, one of it's. Uh, allow me to. Not pushback, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just go, uh, go you know, pick yeah. your brain, yes, you know, yeah. on the what you call this on the scaling bit, yeah, uh, because it sounds like you want to help you know this company to scale to you know grow yes. uh, to be a bigger firm beyond being mid-sized, yes, the yes. way that it is. Yes. Some people would argue to say that being small, being nimble, you know, being a boutique, 
yes. type of consulting firm you That's know it. is uh, has more advantages than trying to become an accenture or uh, <laughs> one of those big ones keen to get your thoughts in, in ter- on that in terms of size I as we aspire to be like them yeah. but not in terms of the way they work. Okay. So our culture yeah we will hold that culture so dearly. You know, we'll have to protect it. You know, the way we do things cannot change just because now, you know, we are we're, we're this big company. So our values need to continue to be there. Uh, this we have to continue to be nimble. Mm. You know, you can be big, but be able to dance as well. <laughs> you know, so 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 that 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 is, is is the design. Those are some of the design principles that we're bringing here. You know, we have to continue to like we do now. Just let people have the freedom to be able to 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 do things, and that that freedom always comes from them having a deep understanding of the values. You know, you don't have to have rules. Once you, 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 people have these shared values within those values, they know what to do. You have, you don't have to be telling them you have to do this and do that, you know, and, and that's the kind of a company that uh, we will continue to have. So yes, we will be uh, large, but the, the big, big, big piece will always be this South African company mm. who are not going to be trying to, you know, take a template from elsewhere and trying to force it to environment here. No, we listen, we uh, pro- make sure that you understand the context under which our customers are operating. And that's, I think, this one thing that has kept us going yeah. and differentiating us in this market. Okay. No, no, no. It sounds like a good, uh, what you call this. It sounds like there's a roadmap. And I'm pretty sure that, you yes. know, you've spent a lot of time yes. uh, thinking about this. And that's actually a curiosity on my end. Mm. There's usually a big lag time between when we get an announcement yes. and when yes. <laughs> initial talks. How long has this been in the pipeline? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think you're probably the first person to ask me that. And, that, and, and that's, that's insightful of you. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, uh, when I announced my exit from Altron, mm. that was in January, yes. we started this discussion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, we really moved on having now the discussion around the transaction when I left Altron end of, end of June. Mm. Yeah. And are there any, any appetite to, you know, any other investments, you know, for yourself, or mm. is this uh, the main thing at the moment? Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I always say that uh, uh, if you are focusing on everything, you're actually focusing on nothing. Yeah. You know, uh, the one who is everywhere is nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I try to be focused, laser focused when I do things. Yeah. So this, this to me, BSG is going to be that vehicle which we need to continue to grow. Mm. So there will be investments. Mm. Our growth is not always going to be true organic growth. Mm. There's going to be acquisitions. And and that's another big factor when I looked at BSG, the strength of this balance sheet, you know, uh, is something that is quite interesting, you know, coming out of COVID, but having a company that's very, very so, so strong. So we have to make that balance sheet work for us by helping us to, to acquire in areas where we believe we've got gaps, you know. So we're going to be seeing some activities from BSG, uh, but 
B- we're going to see activities, but yeah. around BSG, BSG, around BSG. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. BSG-led, you know, strategy exactly. Exactly. Uh, from your point yeah. of view. Because the, the the thing that's going to guide us is when we look at our customers, what is it that they expect of us? Mm-hmm. When when if they're expecting all of this, and we can today, our capabilities can only give that. Where there's gaps, that's where we're going to fill those gaps. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, BSG-led, you know, type of uh, yes. investment strategy from your point of view. Yes. And uh, I think it's sort of it's it's related, you know, to 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 this. Uh, yeah. At the moment, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a mindset question that I wanted to get because right. when you got into um, what you call this? When you got into Outron, yes. it, it was famously because there was an investor that advocated to say we need a turnaround expert yes. to come in yes. and and yes. do something. Yes. Um, when you got to MTN, there was a bit of strife yes. the, uh, between my, uh, between the company and employees, all yes. of that. Yeah. But now you find yourself in what appears to be a relatively calm, calm ship. Yes. You know everything is is working. Yes. You know, how is that? Is that <laughs> so, so? So that was interesting because because I, I, that's what I said to the team here, in saying that you know I've always been attracted to things that don't work. Yeah. But here you have got an environment that works, you know, and 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 and, and that's that's the, the difference here. Our challenge is different. It's a challenge of just growing mm-hmm. and having a, a, an impact that is way beyond what we currently have now you know and and that is a very interesting angle for me you know helping uh, scale a business uh, helping with the impact uh, but the most of the work that i'm going to be doing is going to be enabling and supporting teams you know i really really enjoy uh, just sharing and coaching and guiding uh, people and transferring knowledge and and in this environment, we've got so many people that are so hungry, you know, and, and we've also got very relatively young people as well, you know, and, and it's so great to, to have, to, to be in that environment where you are able to impact them yeah. and, and, and start to hopefully see their careers take off, you know. So that's, that's an interesting phase of my life, which is not about just fixing, but really, building the next generation of leaders that some of them may may move beyond BSG and go elsewhere, but wherever they are, you know, the guidance that one would have given them, it will always uh, help them to be successful in their environments. And related to the leadership issue, yes. right, in terms of, uh, you know, guiding companies and the leadership, mm. um, you've decided to lend yourself. Yes. If you take a step back out of BSG, yes. um, you've decided to lend yourself to two other organizations, yes. Yes. both of them state-affiliated, yes. um, one in ICT, that's yes. Telcom, you're yes. now on their board. Yes. I think that was the first thing that we heard Yes. From your departure, yes. Yes. I, I'm tempted to say why telecom, but it makes sense because you have the you have the telecoms. Uh, what do you call this background? So, 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 so you, when when I when I made this decision around January that I'm going to be an active investor, yeah. Uh, uh, but I also want to keep myself busy and 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 be you know be engaged in the market, the broader market. Yeah. I thought, okay, I will accept uh, non-executive directors 
in the environments where I have not really had experience. Okay. Yeah. Right. So now, like you say, two, but it's actually three. There is NetBank. Okay. I sit on the NetBank. You know, for me, it's, I'm fascinated by that financial services space. Mm -hmm. So there's so much that I'm going to learn there, but there's so much that I'm also going to give there because yeah. that that's a, it's a, it's an industry that depends a lot on technology, mm -hmm. right? So that win-win is something uh, that uh, then you have telecom which did not quite fit because i used to be in you know there's something what is it that i'm going to really learn <laughs> the, yeah. uh, but this is a if i look at this company is one of those great south african companies that that also has not really fully realized its potential yeah and and it would really be good to be part and parcel of a team that is helping this company to find its place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's really the thing that drives me to, you know, uh, I love the, the leadership team there. I would like to work together as we work with the board to support them to be successful and find their place, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so that's, that's really the interest there. Mm -hmm. ESCOM was never a planned thing. <laughs> it's just one of those things that you get a call and uh, when you get that call, you have a meeting uh, and and people just explain what, you know, they don't even have to explain too much because I'm I'm experiencing See, the challenges of, yeah. of, of ESCOM. We all are. And, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, and, and if, if, if if you are being asked and you know that there is something that you can contribute, uh, you know, I just decided, look, as much as this, I did not plan this thing, uh, I think I can add a little value here. Let me be part of a team that is was working uh, on this. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that uh, I felt I should not just be complaining outside. I should be part of the solution. Okay. Yeah. Um I want to drill down. Telcom has been in the news. Mm -hmm. Instead of asking you about, you know, MTN and yeah. you know that that uh, yeah. that deal, um, just your thoughts around the structure of the market at the moment. There's a lot being said about value unlock. There's a lot being said about fiber, five G. Mm -hmm. You know, all of that. And um, because I'm pretty sure specifically telecoms mm. because you've always had uh, what's mm. you call this mm. you've, you've been in mm. in ict this entire time but specifically being in a in a telco there's probably a bit of a shift from when you were at mta yes. to when yes. now you are lending your your expertise over at telecom mm. yeah yeah i think the key now yeah, we are at a point where scale matters yeah now you know and to 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 get to that scale uh, there are many different ways of, of doing that. Uh, you can have a shared infrastructure environments where, where, you know, like what Celsius has done together with, with MTN, yeah. you know, that's, that's another way of getting scale without, you know, uh, the benefit for Celsius is that they are not making the, the capex, you know, and they're focusing more, more, more on the customer side. Uh, so, but scale matters as we go forward. Scale matters because uh, the costs have to come down. Uh, but also, uh, in a, a telco, there is also positionings. You know, there are those telcos that are going to be super focused on customer experience and this, you know, 
others are going to be about being low cost, others are going to be, you know, value, you know. So they, they're all of those things that are happening. At the back also, there will be some telcos that say, you know what, we will focus on infrastructure, you know. That infrastructure being fiber, it could be data centers as well. You know, there's a, a connection around all of those things. And, and, and I've seen in other countries where, you know, people, some telcos decide we are going to be very strong on, on the, on the infrastructure side. And yeah. that means investing in the fiber, investing data centers, and, and we will collaborate uh, and work with the, the cloud, the hyperscalers, you know, the, the Googles of this world, yeah. and the Microsoft, and, you know, so. There is all sorts of things that are happening, and and it's it's, got, it's just a matter of you choosing the thing, the position <laughs> that talks to your strength. Yes, and then you take that position and you go and you stay the course, mm -hmm. you know, and and and, and that's 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 what is, is we're going to see happening, and uh, yeah, beyond that, uh, I cannot say more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It is very interesting just mm -hmm. to see all of the things that are happening, um, you know, in the, mm -hmm. in the, what do you call this, in the ICT space. And, and the reason I like technology is that technology mm -hmm. is now cutting across, you know, financial services, retail, yes. to, telco, it's everywhere. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's uh, everywhere. You know, I remember, sorry, Matuha, yeah. I, I remember having a conversation with some uh, colleagues in, in, in government and saying, you know, Maybe electricity, power, yeah. is the single most important thing for our economy. Yeah. But maybe the second single biggest thing is digital skills. Yes. Because if I think that all industries depend on digital, whether you're talking agriculture, mm -hmm. health, and if we are not going to address this issue of lack of digital skills, be left behind. We are going to be left behind much as we are having the challenge around electricity. So yeah. we, we need to tackle that. That's why we came up with a, there's a, a, a group of people who is an organization called Digital Work Accelerator, yeah. you know, where we are pulling resources, both private sector and public sector, mm -hmm. just focusing on this problem and trying to solve it. The good thing about trying to solve this is that if you address it, you are also addressing the unemployment problem. Mm. Right. You know, I've got so many young people that want to contribute, but are unable to contribute in terms of uh, the economy. And there are possibly 300, 400,000 mm. uh, digital jobs that if people were there, they would be hired today. <laughs> right. So yeah. we need to find a solution to that. And we're working on that. Mm. No, no, more certainly. I think we, as we are wrapping up the discussion, there's only two things. Uh, the first one, you know, is around, uh, I, I'm not, not escompensé, but power, right? You know, in the country, we've now entered the phase where you, we've liberalized the market. Right. I think it's mm. big that's news. A, that's a good thing yeah. for the economy. Hey? Yeah. It's a good thing yeah. for, for our country. It's a good thing. For plus, uh, the president uh, in Egypt, mm. they, uh, uh, they announced that the, the, the just transition, transition yeah. 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 and plus the support that we are going to get around that transition. 
this is so big, uh-huh. you know. Uh, yes, we may think that, hey, what will happen to, uh, you know, to the coal? It's going to take years, years and years. years for us to make this transition. So yeah. it's not going to be an overnight thing. What is good about what is happening is that new industries are going to be coming up, yes. you know. It could be around batteries, it could mm. be around storage, it could be around solar. All of these are new things that will require people to go and work in. You know, mm. it's a new era. Yeah. And we, we need to lead this new era. Yeah. And the world has given us an opportunity to, to take the lead and participate and giving us the support. Yeah. yeah. So great. Plus the fact that, as you are rightly saying, Anybody can generate electricity now. You know, it's open. The, you know, and and that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, because I was going to try and pick your brain on, you know, what type of power infrastructure do we have in the future, mm-hmm. right? And the reason I'm asking that is to say, um, because of all these new industries that mm. you are that you're bringing in, mm. people say that Africa should have been leading on solar, mm. you know, from a long time ago. Mm. Um, and uh, there's, you know, batteries, all of that stuff. Do we end up being a, everyone being an IPP, you know, me at my house, the the neighborhood, the complex, everyone just generating their own little small pockets of power? Or do we have, you know, hub and spoke, uh, you know, around the country? How do you see that? Yeah. My sense, uh, nobody knows, but my yeah. sense is that uh, we are going to have uh, the the hub and spoke environment where okay. you've got small players, uh, but not everybody generating their own electricity. We will be some of us will continue to be just consumers and buying it, but but there will be those who are making investments uh, in such a way that they produce not just for themselves but for others as well. Yeah, and and there will be a, a lot of that. And, and and that should be encouraged, you know, because it de-risks the country mm. uh, from being dependent on any one particular source. Uh, it also uh, enables, you know, uh, the free market <laughs> enables people <laughs> yeah. to to go and and you know employ and create new uh, new new companies. So that's that's a great uh, space to be in. So that's what I see, okay. where there will be a lot of of, of small players. They will continue. I mean. Escom is a big company yes. and will continue to be a dominant player. If you even if you think uh, 10, 15 years from now, it will continue to to be a significant player in this economy. All right. So I think that brings us to the end of uh, the discussion. It's been very fascinating just chatting to you, Mteto, about this uh, new phase, uh, you know, in your life. And that's actually where I wanted, you know, to end off today's discussion to round everything up you know have you given this new this uh phase of your life a name yet because <laughs> at some point they looked at you as a turnaround expert um you were this you were the c uh there was a period of uh i guess the learning period and apprenticeship period uh getting into corporate period there was the leadership uh ceo period what are you calling this are you now the investor are you now the um or are you saying i don't want any labels uh, i pre- <laughs> prefer not to have a label because i think the big big focus that uh, i'm having is that one of of giving back and and giving back not as in like you know this is uh 
more more transferring knowledge to the next generation mm. of people uh, that's us i'm building other leaders largely that's yeah. what i'm doing and and i'm supporting other leaders you know it could be as a board member sitting somewhere there you know this is really trying to find a way to help people to be successful mm-hmm. right so that's that's the kind of thing like i'm doing very much of uh, supporting and helping and helping other people to really make it in life mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so that's been it very fascinating discussion we were talking to um tetonyati who is now the chairman of uh, BSG giving us some insight into this uh, you know new phase in his life he doesn't want to put a label yes. um on it but um you know he says one of his big missions at the moment is uh, um equipping and building you know leaders and i definitely uh, see that one because he's always been staunch about leadership always spoken about leadership so to see it happening uh, proactively and in action uh you know it's really great and also you know uh, staying a company like uh, BSG and saying that uh, you know I want to actually have skin in the game you know investing in the company and actually trying to help it to scale mm-hmm. um you know for this and I'm sure for him it's going to be an interesting challenge you know he says he's always uh, been attracted to things that don't work but now he's found something <laughs> that uh, you know does work and the challenge is how do you make it work better and on a bigger scale mm-hmm. um so it would be very interesting to see um how that goes and also how he's lending his leadership skills and abilities you know to other companies netbank uh telcom and uh, to escom and you know how all of that is bringing it together because i'm pretty sure um at the end of the day these are all different roles but they are all uh pointed towards one person who's helping all of the different experiences you know guide him in what he's doing and also at the same time helping um in the other direction helping those uh, different institutions to move um you know in the direction that they are going in so mteto thank you so much for sharing your time with us and uh, uh just uh you know sharing your insights and your thoughts uh we thank you so much thank you so much mteto thank you for having me And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter with hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudiwa Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.